You know what song's been stuck in my head now for like three days? What? The seven things I hate about you. Oh my god! Sometimes I'd be on a Miley kick, and that's that's where I start every time. I literally like don't know hardly any Miley Cyrus songs, but that song is weirdly always like. It's part of the rotation of songs that get stuck in my head. I love it. But I haven't actually listened to it in probably like 11 years. Really? So, okay. So (laughs) probably like last year when Zach still lived here, we were driving around one day and we were both like just playing it, like jamming to it. Really? Hardcore jamming to the seven things I hate about you. I think the reason it got stuck in my head is because I watched a uh, re-watching a bunch of like Danny Gonzalez videos because like... (laughs) Back in like OG YouTube, I would watch him all the time mm-hmm. and kind of forgot he existed. And then I saw. I love his- that. That's my favorite thing about YouTube is like being so into a creator and then forgetting about them for like a year or two and then going back and being like, holy shit. I know. And I forgot. And then I saw a, a video like it was like a suggested video on YouTube the other day. And it was one of his videos. I was like, oh, my God, I forgot. Anyways, I went back and watched his like Camp Rock review because the Jonas Brothers were in there. It made yeah. me think of Nick Jonas, which I think is what she, when they were dating, is who she wrote that song about. I don't know if she actually wrote about him, but mm. yeah, that, that, that was like all the same, same time. Yeah, time, yeah, but anyways, but that's what made me think of that song the other day. It's such a great song. Mm-hmm. That was a great era of Miley. I honestly, I love Miley Cyrus. I don't know if that's like controversial or not. I don't think so. Because I feel like... The only thing like- controversial about Miley, I would say, is her veneers are really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Also, because she's so fucking little and her teeth are so they, big. like, stick yeah, out I would of agree. her mouth. No, I'd agree. If you go back and watch Hannah Montana, you realize, like, how normal her face used to look. Like, her, mm. like not her whole face, but, like, just this specifically, like, right? It's, like, so insane how much veneers change your shape of your face, too. Oh, my God. Because, like, even, like, her, like, like jaw. Lit. Yeah, they're, like. And, like, it just doesn't work right. I feel like they can't close their mouth correctly when people have veneers. No. She straight up can't. Like, if you look at photos of her, it's just, like, what the fuck? Like, she looks crazy. And what's so sad is, like, she didn't have bad teeth. I just don't think she ever got braces. I think they just skipped that step. Oh, yeah. Because like they she's just, rich. So they're, like, we'll just fix it forever. We'll just drill your teeth off and give you fake ones i feel like what is the point of getting veneers if unless you like absolutely need them no because also it's really bad unless you're old to get actual full veneers where they shave your teeth down because they are a temporary solution and so like if you get them before you're like 50 you have to get them like three or four times in your life redone because they'll just straight up fall out well, yeah, I'm like they, I mean, they wear it's like wear and tear. On yeah, them. It's like redo them. But like, I don't know. That's crazy. Also, like, I don't know who is like running that industry, but I don't understand why they don't look good ever. Like, why do I've they seen, all look so big and in, in white and don't I've fit? seen some really good veneers. I'm not going to lie. But then I've also seen I've never seen them on famous people, though. I've only seen good veneers on normal people. Like, I know some people who have, like, veneers. You would never know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I've seen... But I've never seen them on famous people. On famous people, they always look bad. No, I really feel like on famous (laughs) people, because they want, like, the pristine, pearly white. The fake look. Yeah, like, I don't know. I think it's, like, a part of, like, the like allure to having you know who also has horrible veneers emily blunt if you've ever seen her veneers it's like she's got that miley cyrus thing where it's like the top part of her mouth sticks out so hard and it used to not and it's crazy i just find it like 
Okay, I don't think it's veneers are embarrassing if you like need to actually like have them like for actual like medical purposes and like actually have like either lost teeth or whatever. Right. Like, I think that there's like a time and place to have or them. like one of your tooth is like way shorter than yeah, the other like, like a baby tooth never grew in or like, right. Yeah. Like I, I'm here for like the medical reason reasoning behind veneers. But I think aesthetically like if you want veneers for aesthetic purposes, I genuinely think that like you need to just in- look inward. Yes. Because they never, when it's for aesthetic purposes, they never look good. No. Never. But every single time, like, somebody actually needs them, they're actually not bad. And you know why? I think it's because they're matching it to your other teeth because they're not replacing all your teeth. So it's like, if you get a veneer right. where it's like, okay, like, one of my friend's little brother had an accident on a scooter where he broke all of his front teeth because he literally fell face first onto the ground. So he had to get veneers, but they matched them because he kept his other teeth. So they matched him to the shade. They matched him to the shade. Well, no, like, and like they looked so good on his face because like they look like real teeth. They don't look like fucking no, doll there's, teeth. Um, so Sarah's day, which is like an influencer out of Australia, her she got her husband Kurt veneers one mm-hmm. year for like his birthday because he did have like some pretty jacked up teeth before yeah. getting them, and they look so good. But like, she, and and one of her vlogs, like she like takes you like the process of like getting veneers like with him and like whatever, and like. It's like honestly trial and error. Like they go back in a couple of times before they even put them in your mouth. To yeah, like yeah. Get the right color and like and all of that. So like, and stuff. right? Like you have the ability to like. That's not. why I don't understand when they're like, looks good. I also like your mouth is so sensitive to like when shit feels off. Like I don't know if you've ever like burned your tongue uh, or like have like I, a toothache. Why? Or, why like, do you? I, well, you said that like I'm invincible to her having mouth issues. Yeah, no, no. I'm just saying like I, I'm. So like my mother dropped me when I was a baby. I've always had mouth issues, actually. She dropped me on a toilet. Mm. Did I ever tell you that story? I think so. Yeah. I was an infant, and my mom put me on the counter, and I fell over because I'm a fucking infant on a counter. Right. My head hit the toilet, and then my baby teeth grew in dead. Mm-hmm. So I had to get them surgically removed, and my adult teeth were growing in, like, behind them. Like, mm. like it, sharks? No, not like my adult. I've never had braces, mm. but, like, they grew in behind my like dead baby teeth, but like far back to the point where like I'd have to sit there with like a pick and like push them forward every mm. day. I had to do it for like 10 minutes a couple times a day. Yeah. So my teeth would go forward. Isn't that insane? Yeah. But like I could have been, I had so many mouth surgeries because of that actually. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I'm not saying like, so I understand like the need or the want to like yeah. have nice teeth, but like, but I'm saying like, I feel like the average person notices stuff off in their mouth so fast yeah. so i can't imagine getting veneers that like don't allow you to close your mouth properly and being like this feels good okay so like a miley cyrus like her mouth literally does not close the same as it used to because her veneers are so fucking big okay like the stir how do you say that the stir brothers or stir sterliono yeah sterli er, sterlio i don't know sterlino Something like that. The fucking triplets. The triplets. Um, the one for sure got veneers because I was like creeping on him. I like watched the video. I just honestly had it on as like background noise and I looked up and I was like, hope. Yeah, you sent a screenshot the other day she, and, and you go, did he get veneers? I was like, it looks like it, but also I don't know their faces enough to no, tell. No, because the other brothers looked so normal. They looked fine. Uh, and he was like, he looked so uncomfortable because he mm-hmm. like was trying like, I feel like in that moment you're like regretting 
getting them like you wanted them so bad and then i feel like it's an instant regret because he like couldn't close his mouth he looked uncomfortable like yeah. it didn't look normal no, everybody with veneers becomes a mouth breather because yes. like they can't hold their mouth and then you have bad breath <laughs> yeah. like there's a lot of things going on here yeah anyway done with veneers yeah I feel that, like. that's the tooth conversation that's the tooth conversation <laughs> <laughs> what is up you guys welcome back to society 97 i'm kellen and i'm emily and let's get into another episode um no so yesterday or two days ago i saw this tiktok by a creator it's like at kelly is her name on tiktok Mm. um basically being like things that like you're grateful for like today in your life and i told emily i was like we should do this because like honestly i feel like a lot of times we come on here and we bitch and we're like oh my life and i'm sad and i'm going through law and like shit in life sucks but like no really like we have a lot of things in our lives that make us happy and I, you're not looking around also, I feel like to make, or to like look at things that like little things that make your life a better place. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. You're looking at life wrong. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to do that a lot more recently. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. So Emily and I were like, let's go through a couple mm-hmm. that we have. Yeah. And I'm sure we have a couple that are the same. Probably. But I don't know. My first one was always wearing my robe at home. I love being in my robe. Like your robe my robe mm-hmm. yeah like i just got a new one i got it from target she's really cute she's like a burnt orange color and if emily's on at my house i'm naked in that thing mm-hmm. walking around doing my own thing yeah a robe mm. i need a new robe because my robe is from my freshman year of college and i got it because it was to wear from my room to my bathroom to mm-hmm. shower and that's why I got it. And that was like the first time in my life I ever like actually wore a robe. But after that, I ended up wearing a robe like it became like ritual to like wear while I got ready because it's like you don't have to pull it over your head like when you're doing your hair or whatever. And like one of my roommates in college, she like always wore a robe to get ready. So it was just like our thing. But that shit is way too small for me now because like the size I was in my freshman year all through four years to now. No. Girl, my shit is like it looks like a youth XL and it needs to be replaced. Also, it's like a Kate Spade. one. I got mine two sizes bigger than what I, I need actually needed. One. So it was like super enjoyable. Yeah. But I'm not even going to lie because it's so much material in front of my stomach now. When I like wrap it up, I look pregnant. Mm. <laughs> but I don't care. I kind of love that. It's like that mom effect. Like, you know, when moms will wear, will wear like a shawl in the morning and they like wrap it like so many times. I'm like, chill out. Yes, but that's how I feel. Yeah. And I love it. And I walk <laughs> around with my hair in a little bun and that on my glasses and I love it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mine is like turning on the bedtime setting on my phone mm. has like changed my life. And mm. for like, not that I use my phone less, but my whole life I've had a really hard time going to sleep. And I've talked to some doctors and they've said it might be like, you know, because of stress or like also I have ADHD. So like, um, it's like that symptom where it's like you lay down to go to bed and you like start thinking of all the things that you didn't do for the day and then you're stressing out about how you're going to do it tomorrow. So like my brain just never stops and being on the phone didn't help with that. And so now setting like that bedtime setting on your phone where it turns into do not disturb. And it's not that I had a bunch of people blowing me up, but it's like it doesn't even light up if it gets well, like any the little notification. notifications. Totally. Like, like it could literally be like Uber story. Yeah, yeah. Or like, yeah. Or like DoorDash is 50 percent off and whatever. It's literally turning that on and just having no reason at all to look at my phone. Yeah. 
and like to couple that it's like the same under the same thing but like i started putting my phone like i used to sleep with my phone on my bedside table right next to me on the side of my bed i sleep on but now i put it on the table on the other side of the bed that i sleep on so even to like get to it i would have to like go across the bed and like reach my arm out like really it it's like a creating additional space between me and the phone has made such a difference yo yeah no i used to have the bedtime on when i had like a normal nine to five job mm-hmm. but now like it's just annoying because my schedule is so mm-hmm. random that like because honestly like you'd like go through the whole locks i don't know i should still do it yeah but it's just i don't have a normal schedule anymore so even when it goes off of the bedtime now i'm still sleeping because yeah. i only got home at 3 a.m so like there's yeah. no like good time it definitely was scary though the first time i started using it because i also am one of those people that like i always think the worst is going to happen so i'm always like wait but what if somebody's in an emergency and they like need to get a hold of me but like my bedtime reminders on so i do not disturb and my phone won't ring unless they call like multiple times and then i'm like that's the risk i'm willing to take and i just no, like, really i that shit off because yeah. I, I think that's happened to me one whole time in my whole life when somebody called me in the middle of the night and they were like i need you to pick me up right now and I did that. But like but it was in college. But also like we're in a city. Yeah. Uber. Right. People live. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I can't help you to the morning anyway. Yeah. Like that's, I, it's unfortunate, but that's kind of my mentality when it's time to sleep. Yeah. I like, can't help you. Yeah. Not this much. was just because it was one of my roommates. And like maybe it'll be different like when I have somebody living with me. It, but maybe it'll be like the night that they leave. Like mm-hmm. if they go out, I'll, I won't i will turn that setting on. But like this was like just one rare occasion and it was just whatever but yeah after that happened i was always scared to do anything like that because i didn't want to like miss something yeah but now i'm just like man whatever <laughs> um something that has made my life significantly better is i carry water with me everywhere i go mm-hmm. like i've done this for years but my water bottle at this point has become like an attachment to me that like if I don't have it in my hand, I'm like, I feel anxious. Yeah. So maybe that's a problem. It's become like a anxiety water bottle for me. But like constantly always having like accessibility to water has helped so much. I drink so much more of it because I always have it. So I'm not like, oh, I'll just do it later. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I literally have it with me. I can just drink it. Um, Which like in turn like helps my skin, helps with yeah. bloating, helps your hair. Like it helps so much like the function of your organs. Like even waking up, like I'm try to be very good about like the first thing i put in my body is like a glass of water yeah every single morning like i wake up and i have water and then i can like then i can have a coffee or then i can think about breakfast mm-hmm. but like i don't know being able to have water with me at all times i know that's like sounds so simple but like no but it's something that i didn't do until i moved here honestly because like i was really bad about drinking water like and i don't know why i was bad about it because i definitely was drinking fluids i just wasn't drinking water that much i and i think also being like an athlete growing up i don't know if you felt this way but like i would drink water when i would like do my sport or whatever and since that took up a lot of my life like whenever i wasn't doing that i was like okay well i want like a crystal light packet in there i want like a diet coke or like something that's like doesn't feel like oh i'm sweating and dying and that's why i want to drink it mm-hmm. but yeah now i drink water constantly and it's like it does make such a difference also i have like eczema really dry skin and it's crazy that water can literally help with that no like like a weird amount like it helps like a lot a lot (laughs) no i think a lot of my problems too like when i'm extra hungry for the day or like headaches i'm not headaches i had so many migraines my whole life and then once i started drinking a bunch of water i'm like oh wow those kind of went away yeah (laughs) no so much has like happened like since i 
since I started drinking water, so much has changed in my life. <laughs> wow. Who would have thought like something that our body's made up of like, what is it? 65% water. It's not even, it's just. We need, we need a lot of it. It's just like a comfort thing. Totally. Um, okay. This is so like, I never thought I was going to be this girl because I was always the getting ready in the bathroom girl creating a space in my room to get ready at like a vanity where it's like I have good lighting I have a chair I have all of my makeup right in front of me it's separate from my bathroom has literally made me like makeup again and Mm -hmm. made me like getting ready and I love getting ready like I love sitting for an hour and just like doing the most basic boring makeup ever but it's like so much fun because I have like my own little space and it feels like I don't know. It just feels like it's almost like when you're little and you like get to play dress up or like put makeup on. Like it, it's like that feeling, mm-hmm. like the joys of being a girl. But something about a vanity and a mirror, it just makes it so much better. And that has made my life so much better in terms of like wanting to get ready. No, it one hundred percent does. Makeup on. Like when I moved, when my parents moved to their um, new house, and then I moved in with them. Like once I transferred schools and stuff. I like couldn't have myself in the bathroom because like my parents like they live in a like ranch style home so they only have like one bathroom and it's like smaller and it's like perfect for them but like mm-hmm. crowded when there's a bunch of us there yeah um like somebody's like trying to like go take a shit and you're like stuff is all over the place it's, right like, okay so like <laughs> and when I go home for Christmas and stuff it sucks now but like mm-hmm. when I lived there I had all of that in my room because it was like also like my dad didn't mm-hmm. need me to have that in there and it's his place too so like I started having a vanity then and like I love it. I've always been a sit down girly to get my makeup I done. I never was. And I, I love it. No, was. I at this point like standing to do my makeup is like I can't do it. It's I, also I hate it. It's also like very uncomfortable. No, because it, it's not laxed. You're leaning over the countertop. Like it's supposed no. to be like a fun, creative thing for you to do. I feel like and like the point of makeup in my opinion is more like expression for yourself. Totally. And like being able to feel beautiful and like mm-hmm. happy in your skin, however that means, mm-hmm. right? Like and if you're not enjoying the process of doing it, like, why are you fucking and doing it? And I used it? to think I was enjoying the process of it. And until you made it better. Until I sat down at a fucking chair with yeah. good lights, I was like, wait, no. No. Okay. I'm missing out so bad. My, like, one here is so pathetic and it's so sad comparative because in this mm. podcast room, comparative to, like, what it was at my parents' house. But it's also because, like, the room isn't set up for me to, like, yeah. do more and it's just too big. I want to actually redo it all because... I miss that like little creative space. Yeah. But at least it's like still separate and it's I yeah. love still having a place that like, comes sit down and like it's all right there. No, literally like me and like my new roommate just signed a lease at like a house or whatever and like the deal was like she gets the master bedroom or the primary bedroom and then I get like the two small bedrooms. But literally one is going to be like my bedroom. The other one I'm turning into like Hannah Montana style closet where there's like a get ready with me area, a little day bed for like when people come in, they just like want to chill like I'm getting ready. It's and giving then like, Monet. No, literally I went to her fucking thing when she did her like makeup room and yeah. I like took screenshots because I was like, I need inspo. Not that I'm going to be able to afford all those like Ikea <laughs> shelves, but I was like, I just need like, like the vibes and I'm like, mm-hmm. like this is what I'm envisioning. Yeah. But like colorful like yeah just you more fun vibes but literally i'm like so fucking excited for that room specifically because i'm like i'm literally going to have the most like yossified like what perfect and then people are gonna be like what's this room it's like oh emily's closet question mark slash get ready with me slash youtube video slash 
day bed that a guest could potentially sleep in if we needed an extra bed. Like that's so fun. I don't know what it is. But that's so fun. I'm obsessed. No, I'm actually really jealous for you because realistically, that would have been this room. Yeah. But it's the podcast room and that's okay. Yeah. I'm not mad about it. It is what yeah. it is. But like the other half of the room, I like need to just actually clean up. I and feel make like it there's better. ways to rearrange it yeah. and make it work. No, I just need to get rid of it all mm-hmm. and get like smaller things yeah. in order to like make it work. No, I, that's like my next goal, but like I want my whole house like redone. So it's like big yeah. steps. It's like, you got to pick and choose. Right. Exactly. Um. Okay. So for me, I think that Emily could easily relate to this next one Um. is, Honestly, like not going out and not drinking. And for me, it's like 80% of the weekends of the year. Like Mm -hmm. for you, it's obviously your life. But like for me, like also in the industry that I work in, people go out every single night. Mm -hmm. They drink every single night when they're cleaning, when they're going. Like they'll sit at the bar or they'll sit when we're done working and be there for hours just having a drink. Mm -hmm. And like it's so easy to be like sucked into doing it. Mm -hmm. And I just I do have like really good boundaries about myself. That's like for me and I don't really enjoy drinking like yeah to the fullest but like I feel like me choosing to have that boundary has helped me so much like one being able to like excel in this like career path being able to like not that I'm like doing crazy things but being able to like Mm -hmm. become a manager there and like do other things outside of just like serving tables like right that helped me a lot being able to like be like interacting with my guests and like having a better and positive attitude going back like after closing the restaurant at 3 a.m and then yeah. being back there at 10 like it helps so much like if i would have gone out after that like that's miserable yeah you just wouldn't have slept but then it's also like the days we have off like or i have off you and i are doing stuff for this mm-hmm. so it's like i don't have the room to like be hungover or be behind on work or like not be better because i'm drinking. Yeah. so i think like having that boundary has helped me so much mm-hmm. and it's funny because like all my work friends like they always go out mm-hmm. and they always like they go to the same place every single time then they go to the next place every single time like, it's always every night and they're always like have all these plans and they'll talk about them in front of me and then they're like do you ever feel I'm like no yeah no i i don't care at all like i'll be awake mm-hmm. you can come to my house i'm gonna be in my robe hair up in a bun mm-hmm. you can come hang out but I'm not going out with you. Yeah. Like there, there's just like no. And they're, it's so funny because like they, like now they don't care. But at first I thought like I just like didn't like them. Mm-hmm. And then I was like being rude. And I was like, no, it's just me. Yeah. It's nothing personal. It's just, it's not personal. Yeah. Like love you. You're great. Yeah. I just need this for myself. Yeah. Totally. But I think that's like also growth and like having a boundary and like being better. But like honestly choosing, like actively choosing to not drink when I very easily could is like yeah helps my life so much it literally yeah which i know you can agree too but no totally and like not even just the drinking but like just the not going out and like staying up and like exhausting your body and like doing like choosing to just be like "Mm, i'm gonna stay in tonight right and like now because of that too like don't get me wrong i did go out a couple times with them and i will every now and then yeah like i'm not it's not always like a no but like 90 percent of the time it's a no yeah but like when I do, I regret it every single mm-hmm. time. Cause I'm like, it was fun, but like, yeah, no, not fun like enough shit. for me to be, like feel like shit for three days. Right. Totally. Uh, this is like such a stupid one, but like eating breakfast, like literally mm. eating breakfast, which this might sound so stupid, but 
I have had severe anxiety my entire life and it was undiagnosed for like a good chunk of my life and I didn't know why every morning I would wake up and when I would get ready for school I thought I was gonna like I felt like I was gonna puke or I would puke or I would have like diarrhea and I just thought I had stomach problems and so I would never eat breakfast like my whole life I never ate breakfast or if I did like it would be like two bites of like some sort of bread and Mm. then I would go to school and then that trickled to when I went to work and then when I like started working on my mental health and being like oh the reason why you feel like you're gonna vomit every day is because like you're actually just anxious and it's not stomach problems and like this is how we'll fix that and so like you should eat in the morning because like that's also why your anxiety is continuing because like you're not your brain isn't awake and whatever. Mm -hmm. And when I started training for my marathon was like the first time in my life, I started consistently eating breakfast because it's like, if you don't eat, you're going to pass out. Like you can't just go run 10 miles and not eat regularly eating. And like, I know, especially as women, and I'm sure a lot of people can like relate to this. Unfortunately, yeah, is that like, we have some weird complex with our bodies and with eating food and like restriction or overeating or like and fasting yeah, and like all these all like dumb the rules that are uh, it's uh, pushed down our throat yeah. so much but then at the same time like like the hardest thing to overcome is like being happy with yourself and mm-hmm. all of that but then also being okay to just eat and actually being like no I do deserve three meals a day because it makes me feel good and, and not think about it and not right. have to think like because my thing with food and it always has been is like I'm constantly thinking about eating or when I'm going to eat next yeah. and or how long should I wait or like oh did I eat like I'll literally go back in like my brain and be like oh well I ate this for breakfast so like I shouldn't eat lunch at this time until this time and then if I push it to this time then I don't need to eat dinner and I can wait until tomorrow no like like, that's been my whole life okay like my biggest thing that I've learned I guess like definitely in the past like two years like trying to heal that like side Mm -hmm. of me and like that I don't want to say like trauma because it's not like I had like real trauma from my past, but my parents did do like a lot of different diets and a lot of different yeah. exercise programs and all. My like, parents still like no like the offense. almond mom fat is true. Like, like yeah. And my no mom's f- not an almond mom, but like I have women is. in my life who are. Yeah. Um, But realizing that fu- food is fuel is like the biggest thing. Also having you fat on your body isn't a bad thing. No, it's normal. That's, but like that's what like that took me also to like be able to eat is to understand like girl you should have fat on your stomach you're not a fucking d1 athlete like right only eating protein and vegetables every day it's okay that you have fat like (laughs) my biggest thing like so like the whole like food is fuel thing is like your little brain needs Mm -hmm. it to function your organs need fatty acids in order to maintain what Mm -hmm. they're doing so like and not in get like an unhealthy way getting into food, but like learning what certain foods can do for your body and how it can benefit you, yeah. like can help you like understand. But like I have friends who like really struggle with eating and are also the opposite direction. And mm-hmm. like it's hard for me to like watch because I'm like, you need it. Mm-hmm. You literally need it to function. You will literally not be able like your brain cannot think. Your brain cannot process information. Your heart cannot pump. Like your stomach cannot digest. Like every single thing. Like you need food food mm-hmm. in order for your body to just function. Yeah. The day. Yeah. And that's why like eating breakfast sounds so stupid. But it because starts on a high note. I started eating breakfast regularly, it 
caused more of a like pattern in my eating, which before it never was. It was so random and so all over the place. And like I would like not eat until like 2 p.m. And then I would binge at like 1030 mm-hmm. at night. And like because my body was at such a weird schedule and literally just eating breakfast, even if it's like something small will make me now like on this like pattern of like okay now it's 12 30 and i'm hungry again so like now i'll eat lunch and then i will eat dinner at seven instead of 10 o'clock and freaking out because i don't have anything to make and so then i'm just like door dashing some random ass fucking shit and like now that i'm like on this pattern it's helped so much just like be consistent and also just like my brain work when I'm starting work in the morning and not be like uh yeah and then noon rolls around I eat and I'm exhausted because it's the first time I'm metabolizing food for the day and I'm like I need to take a nap yeah it's like bitch what yeah (laughs) no I agree 100% so not that it's the most important meal of the day but without it I'm pretty not great yeah (laughs) I'd agree um okay so my next thing this is like not as like in depth but um a scalp scrubber like yes. when you're taking a shower yes. and you like are washing your hair. So you put some, you don't have one, literally wash your hair and you take this like scalp scrubber, right? And you put it between your fingers and you just like massage your head. And mm. there's times where I'll be doing it. I shit you not for like five minutes because like, it feels so good. Mm. I'm like so mesmerized by like the feeling of it. Sometimes I'm just like in my head, yeah. just like get it done. But like the way that my hair has like grown and it's thicker and it's healthier and like it stays cleaner for longer yeah. and like random benefits from it. But like it is literally, I don't know why, completely changed my hair game and changed my life. Yeah. I love it. No, totally. That was like one of the first things when like I started going on like my healthy hair journey to like combat all of the fucking damage that I've done to my hair for the past like 11 years or whatever. Uh, that's the first thing my hairstylist told me. She was like, here's this product. And also like every time you wash your hair, you need to be stimulating your scalp for like three to five minutes. Yeah. Whether that's before you shampoo or as you're shampooing or like at some point you need to use like a scrubber because like it is going to help so much because your hair, your scalp is like where your hair comes out of. So if it's not taken care of good, like your hair's going to be shit. It just like gets in there, like gets yeah. a little grease Also out. like I think like people don't realize like even us too, like your scalp, because it's like normal skin like it has to be treated like it but like we can't just like be putting like lotion on our scalp and all this stuff so it's like all the dead skin cells and stuff it's hard to get up with just your fingers oh like yeah. you have to really like get in there and oh so yeah it makes such a difference no i though. love it it's a game changer and honestly if you're like what is that look it up but you can easily go to like marshall's tj mine's from, max mine's it's, from tj like, max it's a reason to go to marshall's yeah. it's a reason to go to tj max i'm sure that target has at this it's point like a little like, silicone like pointed thing you just, yeah rub it on your head it feels so good mm-hmm. i love it yeah um this one is something that i started doing this past year honestly because i didn't have enough storage in my closet and so i needed more storage but it's putting clothes out on a rack in my room but what i've started doing with that is i'm putting like the pieces that i'm wearing most often or that i'm most inspired by out at a time and what that does is like it helps me get ready fast in the morning and it helps me like get dressed up in normal clothes even on a casual day so like Mm -hmm. because I'm like seeing it I'm like oh yeah this is easy so like right now I have like four of like my favorite t-shirts I have two pairs of pants I have two everyday jackets and then like three sweaters 
and I can make like 40 different outfits with that combination and then the shoes that are in my rotation right now but like having my like rotation outfits like out like that has changed my life in terms of like a making it easier to get ready and b like not really have an excuse to not get ready because it's like oh I don't know what the fuck to wear it's like I just wear leggings and a t-shirt and like I've realize like casual doesn't have to mean sweatpants or yeah. leggings and like like what i'm wearing now is super comfortable and casual but like i said how you are what are you wearing right now is like legit how i dress for work you know what but i like, mean it's cute enough for work like you can like dress it but up but it's put also some so on. comfy like, like yes. i could sit at home in it exactly which is like that's been my big thing this past year because i'm not that i'm completely come to terms with where my body's at because i definitely like want to work out more and like tone a certain areas but I'm also like realizing like okay I'm never going to be this version of myself that I have in my head that I was when I was 19 or whatever yeah. so it's like okay whatever so dressing for my body now and like finding silhouettes that like I enjoy and like maybe aren't like very conventionally like the male gaze but like I like it on me and it makes me feel confident and having those pieces out it's like just made my life so much better. Yeah. No, for sure. I And it's made me like like fashion again. Like cause I love putting outfits together and stuff, but for a really long time I just didn't because like I just fell into that like I think we all did during COVID of just like leggings and a sweatshirt or mm-hmm. like shorts and a t shirt vibe. And especially in college, like that's all I would wear. Yeah. It's like a giant shirt and like little shorts no literally i've actually been like going through all of my drawers and my closets and i'm trying to be much more like i'm trying to be better about like only keeping things that i also like am actually going to wear it makes and decision not making keeping. so much easier. it does but also like it's easy to like piece stuff together because now i have so many basics no like, that's what i'm saying i love yes. like i literally this and this is like to emily's point like i found stuff that i love wearing on my body that i think looks mm-hmm. good on my body and i've literally bought it in every color yeah. And now I can just go and I'm like, okay, these pants with this, great, yeah. like whatever. And now it's like today, I'm getting to a point where like getting more like fashioned pieces or like mm-hmm. fun and not even that they're like crazy over the top, but like um, Gap at the Gap over at the Opry Mills Mall, like they were having 70% off all their leather items. Mm-hmm. And I got this like oversized like leather, like black blazer. Like not that it was like anything crazy, but it's like, okay, because I like literally looked at it and I was like, oh, I have like six outfits in my brain right now that I could go home yeah. and form to make with this. Yeah. Or before like I didn't have that. So like it would have still been a fun piece, but I literally would put it in my closet and never touched yeah. it. Even though I've always wanted to because yeah. I never had anything to go with it. But now I have dresses and skirts and pants and jeans and tops and yeah whatever like i have the whole thing mm-hmm. so it's like fun i don't know when you start like it's so much fun and it's also like when you become familiar with your closet and the stuff that you have like it's you become way more creative with your outfits because like you're so comfortable with those clothes yeah you're like okay like i know every way i could ever wear this how could I wear it one more way? And then yeah. you like start getting more innovative and way more creative. And like, I don't know, like I just got had so much fun this past year of like some of the shit was flops. But yeah. also it helps me realize like what my style looks like and where I want it to go. And also Pinterest has been amazing with that. But like, yeah, literally putting the clothes out and looking at them every day, like passing them every day, even if I don't wear them, like look visually seeing them and being like, but I also think when you go to the stores and like, or you go, cause you love to like go to Goodwill and mm-hmm. thrift, like 
being able to be like, okay, I have these staple pieces because you see them yes. all the time. Like, oh, this would be perfect with this. Yes, literally. It's so, it makes such a big difference. Um, So my next two are kind of like together and also like leans off of one of Emily's. So something that's like changed my like, it's going back to food and I'm sorry, but like mm-hmm. is like eating lean and green. And then also including protein in every single meal and like how much it has helped me because I realized like probably about like two years ago how many carbs I actually consume over actually eating protein to like stay full for longer Mm -hmm. and like just having fuel for longer. So trying to incorporate protein at every single meal, not necessarily a snack, but like every single meal having some sort of like protein has just changed like my ability to like stay awake and like be up longer or like do things and like even be like active and going to the gym and being able to lift more and do yeah. all of the things. But what come with that is where like this next point comes in is that like, I'm not a cook. I'm not a chef. I hate fucking cooking. I hate being in my kitchen for long, even though I just redid it. I love it. And I'm more inspired to cook, mm. but I'm not Emily. I'm not going to fucking souve a roast for 24 hours. 48 okay she did for 48 she's like i walked to her apartment the other day she's like sorry i have my souve on it's been on for like 46 hours i'm like okay (laughs) it's on really good but like that's not me i'm not gonna do it yeah so like that's setting myself up for failure so the two biggest things that i enjoy in order to still eat lean and green but then also have ready to go meals is um like sheet pan meals. I have massive sheet pans and I had that my mom got them me for Christmas last year, mm-hmm. like big thick ones to just like throw a ton of vegetables on there. The protein goes on there. Amazing. 420 minutes, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. My other thing is like the Ninja foodie. Love it. Mm-hmm. Those two things have changed my like eating because I yeah. can throw it all in something and press it ready to go. And I can come back in 30 minutes and I have a full meal. Yeah. Like that shit. I love it. Yeah. And I, if you're not a cook and you're like, but I don't really know what to do. I don't like, I want to eat better. I want to eat at home. Like those are easy things to go do. Yeah. And you could literally Google Ninja foodie recipes or sheet pan meal recipes. And there'll be thousands. Yeah, totally. You never have to repeat. Mm-hmm. So if you're not Emily and you can't souvet. But I mean, roast, sometimes though, like I feel the same way where it's like some days it's like, I mean, a Tuesday is a perfect example for me. Like I leave my house at like seven fifty, eight o'clock in the morning and I get home after this. So whenever that is, normally yeah. like eight thirty, nine yeah, o'clock by the time at you night. Get home, yeah. So those days, I the last thing I fucking want to do is like come home and make something. So like even like because I don't do that style of cooking, which I need to be more adapt to. It's like I come home and it's like, uh, I guess I'll just heat up chicken nuggets in my, in the toaster oven. Yeah, I don't want to eat that, but it's like if I was better at making like meals like that like that are simple it, the decision making wouldn't be as difficult for me when I get home and like because my brain is just not working I, I can't think to make anything so it's like I take frozen broccoli and fucking chicken nuggets and I'm like okay I'll put this in the microwave yeah no literally but that's <laughs> I mean I do that too there's not I'm like not perfect yeah it, but I also enjoy leftovers so like a sheet pan meal like gives me like mm-hmm. two or three days of meals like it's perfect yeah um okay my next one is that's so funny because my next one is eating less fast food (laughs) um but yeah i would say this past year and i think we all go through waves of this just depending on life honestly it's like how busy you are i feel like really dictates the amount of like takeout that you eat because some days like 
Yeah, there's seasons. That there's it just is what it is. nothing that you can do about it. Like you just have to eat out because like you have no food at home or whatever. But this past year, I've been trying really, really hard to like not do that. Mm-hmm. And if I do it, it's like one day a week. Mm-hmm. Like that happens and it's not necessarily for like the health part of it because like whatever it's the habit it's the habit Mm -hmm. and it's the like the money that i don't need like i do not need to be spending like 12 dollars to get like one meal Mm -hmm. that's just like shit or like even not even fast food like door dashing like this past year i've tried really hard like to not order that as much as possible Mm -hmm. because i'm like this is like throwing my money in a blender and like never seeing it again on on things that like i'm already spending so much on my groceries why am i doing this when it's like just cook the shit that you paid for no i'm really right now i'm super bad about it because like my work schedule is so yeah random so like keeping food in the house like isn't easy and Mm -hmm. like also i work at a place that has food so like just being able to eat there is so convenient and like i am actively the past couple weeks been trying to like go back to like meal prepping Mm -hmm. and taking food with me and not well i'll do that at work too like whenever i go in the office it's like you could easily just like make a lunch and bring it but i just won't Mm -hmm. because i'm like i'll just order uber eats and like today we did like a lunch in the office so I didn't have to pay for it. But like tomorrow I'm going into the office again and I'm getting home late. So I probably am not going to cook, like yeah. put anything together. And it's just like, that's so dumb because like what I should have done is just like thought about this and like prepped some stuff. It's so also it's a weird to week though because it's going into Christmas and like I know. leaving and like, so you can't have too much, too much food in your fridge. Totally. Like bad. No, it's like a weird but week too. But I've just like overall f- not eating as much fast food has made my life so much better because of i'm not spending the the money and like yeah and like also i don't because i I don't feel like i feel like regardless of how good your relationship with food is at the end of the day you're gonna kind of feel guilty Mm -hmm. eating fast food often yeah it's just and i think that's just because of how america is and like super size me i feel like screwed us all when we were younger and like you know what i mean like i don't know so i think that has also helped with also just like not feeling as shitty about myself yeah because it's like i'm not doing that all the time um my next one is making an effort to talk to my sister like weekly Mm. has honestly helped a lot with like my anxiety like my depression like because she's older than me and like when i first moved down here it was like definitely a mentality of like i didn't really talk to her that much like she also was like in the middle of getting married and like whatever so like talking to her like i love her talking to her wasn't that fun yeah it was all about the wedding it was all about this it was all about the drama of it and like there's a part of it that like brought us together in a different way and like a more mature way but then there's also a part of it that like that's all our relationship revolved around for like two years so like i didn't really care to reach out to speak to her yeah you're like okay we've had this conversation a million times yeah like i don't care again that your mother-in-law wants xyz yeah whatever i love her great whatever so we like after the wedding kind of ended we like definitely didn't speak to each other as much because they're on their high they just got married they're doing their thing they're married like not top of mind right yeah and then like i like we both had a conversation like a couple months ago of just like how we both are like missing well also each other but Mm -hmm. like for her like she doesn't really have as many girlfriends that live like where they do she has some but like 
they're adults. Yeah. And we talk about this all the time on the show. And like the same with me. I'm like, yes, like I feel like I don't really have girlfriends either in that regard. Like I have them, but like we're adults. So like it's not the same. So like being able to call my sister and be yeah. like, he 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 ha ha ha. Like just both in our robes, literally on yeah. FaceTime, like it doesn't matter. Or just like as simple as just like sending each other texts here and there or like even just funny memes or whatever just like we are trying to be better about connecting yeah it's truly helped me a lot because like i feel like truly no one knows you better than your siblings yeah and having a sister is just very relatable and a lot of Mm -hmm. fun so i mean i know that some people's sisters suck but like my sister doesn't and i'm trying to take advantage of it because like she should be my closest person yeah totally that's what i was really born for that yeah (laughs) i always like look at um and it doesn't sound like your parents are this way just based off of like your families and like the stuff that you guys do together. But like I look at my parents and like my dad and his brother essentially have no relationship. My dad and his brothers do too. Like they don't have one. My mom and her siblings are like communicate, but not regularly and not like affectionately often. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so one thing that like, I think my parents have done like a really good job of like raising me and my brothers is like you are all at the end of the day like your family is really all that you have like not all that you have but like they're there for you so like you have to put in an effort to right and that relationship. Like as we get older and i think what's been like hard too is like for my brothers they see each other really often because they live close to each other but for me like living out here like i definitely have to put more effort into communicating with them and them vice versa to me and like sometimes like I don't do that as much and you're totally right like it makes you feel kind of like you're like missing something and then but then when you do have those calls like me and my little brother every single time we talk on the phone with each other like we're on the phone for like at least an hour and a half Mm -hmm. because we're just like talking and like catching up and I'm like you take such for granted like not doing that all yes. the time like and it does make your day so much better because you're like oh yeah i forgot like somebody has lived the same exact from a different perspective but like life life and traumas and things yes and like yes. nobody's gonna relate to you more than the people who you literally like like grew up in the same house with right like just i don't know having my sister is definitely a blessing that i definitely didn't take advantage of for a while yeah. in my life and like do I regret it? Yes and no. Because I also need to like grow on my own mm-hmm. and like not have her opinions or not have like my family's yeah. like, opinions of my life. But like, no, like as I'm getting older, like it's so like I need it. Yeah. And she needs it too. Like mm-hmm. we'll like cry to each other on the phone for like random things and then be like laughing the next second. Yeah. And, like it's even like funny because like of us also now being no, we were never close. Not that we were never not close, is what mm-hmm. I meant to say. But, like, now that we're just, like, actively trying, like, even her husband, like, called me the other day and was like, Kellen, tell me that she's being mean to me. And I was mm-hmm. like, for what? She thinks my outfit's ugly. And I'm like, well, it is ugly. And yeah. then he's like, you're not help. Like, whatever. Like, it's, like, fun because, like, I get to have that dynamic with him, yeah. too, because of my relationship with her, which I think is also, like, super valuable. So, like, going home for Christmas, like, I'm so excited. Yeah. Like, I have it all planned around them being there so like we can i'm not gonna see anybody else and like Mm -hmm. literally my sister and i won't leave each other's sides like we'll probably sleep together yeah and he'll go sleep somewhere else yeah but like i don't know it's just nice if you have a good family and people who like are in your life to see you win like take advantage of those people totally and like but it's also your effort too Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Um. Okay, this one's kind of just like it's the little things in life, like driving the back roads and not taking the highways anywhere. <laughs> like I will not drive on the highway unless I absolutely have to, and that has just made my life exponentially better because. I hate driving on the highway. I hate driving by big fucking trucks. I hate like going 70 miles an hour and then a wreck happens and we're slamming on our brakes and I'm stressing out and I hate changing five lanes over to get on and get off. And like, I just hate it. And for the past like year, I exclusively take the back roads everywhere unless I absolutely have to take the highway. It just made my life so much better because like I feel like I can kind of enjoy driving and like I see parts of like the city that I wouldn't normally see and I get to look at like houses and not just look at like concrete and like I don't know. That has made me like way less stressed when driving and also, also I don't really get slowing like slowing down. Yeah, I don't really get like road rage anymore or like impatient because I'm like mm, it's all good on the back roads. Yeah, I feel like something about me is I'm always late. So yeah. I got to go the highway. Yeah. I'm like, mm, I got to be at work in 15 minutes mm. and it takes me 15 to get there. Yeah. So no, I just love room, a room bitch. I just love a little back road moment. Like something about it is just so nice. And like, also I really do like driving. Like I enjoy it. Also, I like driving my car specifically. So like having a bit of a longer drive, like I enjoy that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I just hate well, my car's sick, and I think that's also why. Because like, once I'm going, like, I thought I hate that I have to stop, but like, yeah, because it's a, it's part of it. But like, it I don't know if I'm like in a rush, like having yeah. to stop at a stoplight is my the vein of my existence. Yeah, but like, not that it's difficult because I have driven sick my whole life. But it's just like, yeah, yeah, it's like oh, you're making me sh- change gears. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, universe. That's how I feel. <laughs> and it's unfortunate, but knowing that you bought the car. <laughs> yeah, literally. I mean, I love my car. Yeah. I literally love my car, and I wouldn't change it. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that today when I was driving around. I was like, if I like ever have like a real like serious relationship, or like you know, where it's like, oh, we're gonna have kids, like I'd have to give up my car because it's just not practical. Mm. Like if the other person can't drive sick, it's just like not practical. Yeah. And, like, being a mom, I feel like you're, like, always, like, one wheel, like, one hand is on the wheel and, like, one hand is, like, getting a bottle or, like, yeah, doing yeah, something, yeah, like, yeah, kid, yeah, yeah. whatever. Like, it's just not practical. Right. Like, that just wouldn't work. I'm, like, not that I ever see that for myself, actually. But, right. like, I was, like, thinking, I'm, like, longevity of having this, like, isn't. Yeah. It's just not there. Mm-hmm. Even, like, if I want to get a new car at some point, like, it's just not going to be that. Like, yeah. regardless. It's just. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I guess you enjoy it while you have it. Yeah. It's fun while you have it. Yeah. That's I, how I feel about my two-door car. Like. I'm thinking, like, later in life, like, yeah, if I ever had kids, like, I'm like, I can't have a two-door car. Where they right. just sit in the dr- in the passenger seat, right, in their just, car seat, like, you can't do that. Right, like, neither of us have, like, practical cars no. in, like, long term. But also the thing is, I can never see myself driving a big car. No, but I could see, you had, you'd get, like, a four-door car. Uh, yeah, I know, but, like, even, like, the other day, I was, like, looking at cars because, like, I'm also, like, not to, like, Noel right now but like i feel like i'm becoming low-key like a car girl because i watched this anime about street racing and now i'm like into street racing cars and i'm like all these cars i'm looking at i'm like wow like i could really like i would love to drive this car and like not a single one of them is like child safe or like you know if i got in a wreck i would die one thousand <laughs> percent because it would get crushed like but i'm like mm, 
YOLO. Like, I don't, I just, I'm, I'm never going to be that, like, hatchback girl or, like, yeah. that, like, sedan, or, like, uh, not sedan, like, suburban type yeah. girl. I don't That's think I'm ever going to be, me. even as a mom, I don't think. No. Like, I don't ever have enough kids that I need to have a all minivan. I, all, and also my whole life, all I've heard from my mom is complaining about driving a big ass car. She fucking hates it and has had to drive a big ass car her whole fucking life. And all she wants is a little tiny car to like, whip around. I'm gonna. My <laughs> husband can have the Tahoe. Yeah. Like if we have kids, he can have the Tahoe. Right. Not not I, me. You'll drive carpool then because I'm not doing it. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean like I'll do it occasionally, but I don't want it to be like my everyday. No, and that's what my mom got, and yeah. she's just like she hates it and every time she drives my car she's like ah, so much better yeah and i'm like i know your car's a boat it's fucking See, that's massive. what i'm saying like he can have it yeah he can feel good i don't know he can yeah. feel like an uber driver i don't i don't yeah. know uber black <laughs> over here like no not me hating it not me <laughs> um okay so emily i know what hers is gonna she's gonna say for this but something that's changed my life is the road peptide lip gloss mm. and i know that hers is the laneige yeah but also like that's my like my, my number second that's my number two yeah like this is my number one and like i'm a lips lip gloss girly now like before i would i was chapstick every day like whatever and now i love a mm. good glossy pumped lip like i could be having the worst day ever I put on some lip gloss. And I'm like, you're a bad bitch. Yeah. Something about a little lip gloss, a little plump to it. Yeah. Mm. Like it really does you right. No, it does. I started the lip gloss thing when I was in call. Like I want to say my sophomore year of college is when I started using the lineage stuff. And like since then, it's like right now my lips aren't actively wet and it's really bothering no. me. But that's one thing I think about lip gloss is it's that so like addictive. when you like I have to have it in a pocket. It's always in something like at work. Everyone's like, can I have some? No. Every drawer also in my expensive. house, you can find a Laneige product. Every bag I own, there's at least two. Like the every gift I get from anybody almost every time has a Laneige yeah, product. I, I it because it's one. just like I always have it's it. It's your ride or die. It's literally the best thing ever for me. And like, I'm obsessed, but it's so addictive and it puts you down the pipeline of like, okay, now I'm used to my lips looking glossy and slightly tinted. So now I'm going to start buying lip gloss. And like, yeah. I cannot tell you the last time I just wore lipstick without putting a gloss. Over no, it. I have to have a glossy because it just looks so much better. Like it just pulls your face together. No, I feel like my like face looks like unfinished when my lips aren't like shining like that matte look <laughs> not for me babes no, i yeah. want them to look juicy i want them to look wet mm -hmm. whatever whatever adjective and i used you to want. hate lip gloss because like the Same. hair getting stuck in my lips and stuff no, don't and, like, mind whatever it. i don't even like that's not even a problem that happens no. to me anymore no but i also feel like the formulas are way different yeah like, before i feel like they were like so sticky yeah and now i feel like they're actually like hydrating that and, like, dior whatever. Lip, lip oil no the plumper it's like the dior maximizing lip plumper that came out in like 2017 the first round of that was the stickiest lip gloss i've ever used <laughs> in my life and we wore that in college like that was like the lip gloss to wear legitimately if you put that shit on and you stepped outside there was like any dust particle in the air would Clinging. it was yes it was disgusting constantly your hair is probably always hitting yeah it. no i am now a lip gloss girl and you will not see me without a lip gloss ever yeah, like same. but the road peptide one is my fucking favorite yeah. i do love it but i'm also a road girl so yeah I don't know. my favorite like lip gloss that isn't like a lip treatment is the tower 28 they make yes. really good lip glosses yes they're not sticky and they like it's like tinted feel, too yeah and they like feel moisturizing yeah 
So I I love those. Okay, wait, what's my next one? Um, this one is one I've done this past year, but dye my hair back to its natural color mm. has made my life so much better. Easier. It's just so much easier, and also cheaper. It's yeah, it saves me money. It's a one less time a month I have to sit somewhere for four hours, and also like my health of my hair so much like my I, my hair is those like quote longest and healthiest it's ever been it looks like it's Be- it looks so much thicker too yeah and like it just feels better it's shinier when i do it and like i don't know my whole life i like was so scared to be my natural hair color because i genuinely did not know what it was because i'd been dying my hair since i was nine and so like i just could not even tell you what my root color was i didn't ever expect my root color to be this dark honestly like i didn't but that's also i've had blonde hair my whole life and so like dyeing it back to my natural color has a made me like parts of my face i used to hate because what compliments it when yeah when it was blonde it was like i mean because of color theory and everything it was like pulling tones of my face that were like unflattering because the colors just didn't go together and like i don't know but yeah it's just made my life so much a easier and b just like better oh i would agree i mean like when i first moved to nashville i had like the nashville girly hair Mm -hmm. like the dirty blonde curls whatever and like as soon as i dyed it black i was like wow yeah i mean i have dark i have naturally have really dark hair and it's Mm -hmm. actually pretty probably natural right now if i'm being honest yeah because i haven't dyed my hair in probably like five months mm-hmm. six months so like but like black hair easy yeah perfect i mean people buy like i know that hairdressers hate it yeah but whatever works no i get it dark they hairs. only hate it when you ask them to be like can i be blonde now and yeah. they're like no literally <laughs> you can't like yeah your hair has box dye permanent box dye all over it there's no way i can get you up to be blonde you're gonna have your hair's gonna be orange i would do it again yeah and i will do it again i should buy when i go home i have my mom do it because i just yeah. like when she does it, it yeah feels, it's a nice little bonding time yeah yeah no hairdresser's gonna really hate you until you tell them to like no. change it and no, then they're gonna honestly, be like mm, no sorry your natural hair color is literally always the best hair color for you and i'm not saying that like you can't look good as a blonde because emily looks really good as a blonde like but that's all also i ever knew you as before you dyed your hair back but like yeah it's people have like red hair and crazy colors and whatever and like yeah it looks great yeah but like you will never look as good as you do with i think your it's natural hair like color. yeah i think it's like the flattering of it all because yeah. like did i look good as a blonde i don't know because now that i compare it to my current well hair i also color, didn't know you i didn't know you in like platinum blonde era yeah that's but what I i'm saying you were, where it was like starting to be like dirty and more that like was like that was like okay but right. like when it was like bleach like i'm thinking of like when i was literally like bombshell blonde i look back at those photos and i'm like but but it never looked good because (laughs) like your hair isn't that color naturally so like two days out the salon your roots are showing again and like you had a black stripe just right there and like against my dark hair it looked even darker and like it washed my skin out and that's why I had to be tan all the time because if I was not, my skin and my hair were the same color and it just looked crazy. And like, I don't know, like I look back at that time and I'm like, I guess it looked okay because I was used to it, but comparatively, no, it did look worse. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't as flattering. Yeah. (laughs) I had to do a lot more 
to my face oh yeah to compliment it well, even like your makeup is definitely not the shade that you needed to actually use because it was like you're you had almost like give yourself a whole different color of a face to like yeah, yeah. and like i would have to put on like when i did glam it, i had to do like the full glam because if not it just wasn't enough yeah to like be flattering on my face where it's yeah. like with the brown hair i can kind of just get away with like not a lot of makeup and look natural and it's fine no it's yeah you look great yeah i appreciate it you look great <laughs> okay my last one that like i this has made my life it's changing and if you don't do it you gotta start sleeping with a sleep mask on having your eyes covered hmm. and like getting the one that has like the indents so like it actually seals around your face but your eyes aren't like pushed pushed and like there's like a room for your nose so it sits properly mm. like they're literally seven dollars like that type is like seven dollars a target like yeah it's not expensive to like get that versus the other one um but literally like my actual like REM sleep is significantly better because at like our brains are constantly active if you see any form of light so like even if it's like from the hallway or if a light outside your window or yeah. just like a little thing from like your TV that's like out blaring like I don't know if it's like your TV is off and there's like normally a color that comes yeah. out whatever. Um, if your phone lights up like yeah. your brain instantly goes back to active like mm -hmm. you might not actually be like you're still unconscious. Yeah but you might not, not be awake yeah. but like you're you like start breaking REM sleep mm -hmm. um, and sleeping with a sleep mask has changed that for me. I feel like. Ever since I started, which I honestly started doing it like four months ago. Mm -hmm. And ever since I started doing it, it's allowed me to actually have energy throughout the day. I actually feel rested. Yeah. I feel really good and like ready to take on the day. Obviously, there's days that that's not the truth. But like majority of the time. Right. It is. It is changed. I mean, that's things. the reason I got blackout curtains. It's kind of the same, but different. Yeah. But like I had to do that because I was not able to like go to sleep throughout the night because of like that like i would see like lights or whatever or in the morning like the sun would be up at like 5 a.m and i'm like i went to bed at 2 a.m well i started doing <laughs> it because of like yeah my work schedule like me getting home at sometimes literally 5 a.m yeah and the sun is fucking rising yeah and then i like i'm sleeping with the sun like that's mm -hmm. not fun um but, like, there's a ton of studies as to, like, why it's actually good. Yeah. And for some reason, I actually, it's really weird, but I've always slept with a pillow on my face. And it normally ends up mm. falling off, but, like, the something about, like, the pressure of it is, like, comforting yeah. to me. Um, but, like, now having the sleep mask being, like, that pressure on my, like, face, but, like, I'm actually able to, like, breathe yeah. now, too, because I don't have a pillow smashed in my face. Yeah. But, like, that's. I don't know. Something about it is mm -hmm. has been life changing. No, I'm totally a person who like I can't sleep with the TV on. I can't sleep with the uh, with the light on. Like I, it has to be like pitch black, fan blowing, yep. cold as shit, or I'm not going to bed. Yep, exactly. And like I have very like intense sleeping, but like I said, it's because it's very hard for me to fall asleep. Yeah. And that's funny because my last one is literally like something that's changed my life is like not taking sleep aid to go to bed yes has made such a difference in my life i was like so heavily dependent on like well for a long time it was benadryl but then i started looking into the side effects of benadryl like long-term usage and it's like liver cancer 
kidney disease and like uh dementia oh like, so many things. it's like really horrible for you so yeah. if you're taking benadryl to go to sleep don't do that only take it if you're having like a s- intense allergic reaction but i switched to melatonin like two years ago probably but i was taking it every night like yeah. that was like my go to bed routine it was like get ready for bed take a melatonin watch like two episodes of a show and then i would fall asleep like i would turn the show off and then pass the fuck out yeah because i'm like medicated yeah but getting up in the morning was so fucking terrible and like i would hit snooze like a million fucking times and like then i would get out of bed and i would get out of bed but i wouldn't be awake until i took my adderall or i drink coffee and then that put me in this horrible cycle of like getting dependent on caffeine and getting dependent on like i was like abusing my adderall too like i was taking more than i should because i was just like so groggy to get me like started in the day and then that would lead to me not eating breakfast because I'm not hungry. And like, anyways, it just was a spiral. And then when I was like thinking, I was like, God, my life's kind of just like all over the place. And I was like, I think it's because I'm this fucking melatonin I'm taking every night to go to bed. Well, you were like on a high dosage too. Because like, like, yeah, it's not working anymore. I'm going to take more. Well, exactly. And, like, yeah. and so, and so not doing that, it just makes such a difference. Well, I'm honestly like your body is almost like a clock like it almost has like a running clock so it's mm-hmm. used to it has a pattern it has all the things so like you got to a point where you were so dependent on it because not even for like the actual usage of the melatonin but it's like simply the because of the routine yeah so that's like me now i think in like a sleep mask i actually tried a couple of nights ago to go to bed without it because i was like oh i'm going to bed it's like nine o'clock it's already dark i don't need it until i put that mask on i could not go to bed yeah because i was like wide awake and then as soon as it hit my face mm-hmm. knock the fuck out it's like your routine of your body it knows yeah so like when you have to break a habit that's why it takes a little bit yeah because it's like your body's like wait 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 wait, wait, wait. Well, no. what are we doing here but once you form a better habit or what to you is a better habit yeah. like it's no, your body that, will just catch on that was like the when i tried to like just stop taking it it was probably like a whole week of the worst sleep of my life because i wouldn't fall asleep i would lay there with my eyes closed and like try to fall asleep for like three and a half four and then you're hours like, think about stuff but then you start getting pissed because you're like genuinely your brain isn't thinking about anything you're just also all i could think about is like i sleep. could fall asleep right now if i just took a melatonin yeah and that's what would like also keep me up because i was like oh my god it's right there like i could just take it right there but then i was like but now it's already like 4 a.m so if i take it then i have to wake up at 6 30 i'm gonna be so groggy when i wake up and then yeah but i did that for probably like a week and then i was fine but yeah weaning off is like terrible because you're so used to doing it yeah it's the worst but anyway I hope that you guys could take some of these things away. As you can tell, they weren't always like deep things. They're just like little things yeah. like in our lives that just like make us happy. Like getting, it could be like getting your nails done, getting your toenails done, getting your hair done. Like yeah. Doing your skincare. I don't know. Writing a poem for yourself. Every day. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is like, but it can be something so simple that like you do take for granted, but like truly does make your life happier. So much and better. Simpler. And like, I don't know, like, Actually explaining it definitely got like long, but like I do think like when I wrote my list of everything, I was like, oh my gosh, like my life is great. Actually, like life is simple. Life is great. I'm actually happy for like a lot of things that I already have around me. Like we live in a a world where like more is better and like having a surplus of everything just like is what's supposed to fulfill you. And like truly I'm like looking around in like my house and I'm like, these things make me so happy and I take them for granted. So like as simple as me having lip gloss 
like makes me so happy that like i don't know some days when i'm like really sad i need to like actually like go back and like read that list and like think about it like your life is actually great so i don't know i'm gonna definitely continue on with the list but Mm -hmm. for anyone that's made it this far because i know it was like very long-winded but like truly i think like sitting down with yourself and like putting a couple things and like adding on to it as like you go throughout your day and like seeing things that make you happy will really increase your mentality yeah and also it will just give you like a better idea of like oh i know this makes me happy so like let me do this right like that's what this list helped me like when i was writing shit down i was like oh yeah like this has made my life way better like i need to like keep doing that or need to do more of it or Or, like i thought about stuff and i was like oh i need to break that habit yeah actually that doesn't make me happy yeah like the melatonin thing like that's perfect example because i was off my adderall for a while yeah and then I got back on it. My body was like readjusting to the stimulant and like I haven't been able to go to bed. So I've just been taking the melatonin again, but I ran out two nights ago. So now I'm back in the thing and I'm like, yeah. uh, like this sucks. But then today I woke up and I was like, wow, I just woke right up. It wasn't yeah. hard. I just rolled out of bed and I was like, yeah, that did. Then that's why I added it to the list because I was like, that literally changes my life. Yeah. So much better. No, it's <laughs> it's things. Yeah. Like you realize that you shouldn't be doing or you should be doing. Yeah. Like all the things. It just puts it in very simple form of like how good life can be and yeah in a world full of shit yeah also a lot of great things and totally we be grateful for those things yeah and also this was like instead of doing like new year's resolutions because yeah i feel like new, Year, new year's resolutions are great but they put a high expectation for things that just sometimes are unrealistic or yeah. unattainable but like just being happy for today i think is what's important 100%. And that's definitely like my, I guess if you want to put a new year's resolution on 2024 for me, it's like mm-hmm. just being grateful for the things I have in front of me. Right. So I don't know. Yeah, totally. But anyway, thank you guys for listening to another episode of society. 97. My name is Kellen Rake. You can find me at Kellen Rake on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And I'm Emily Starnes. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Starnsy. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram. We are at society 97 pod where you can DM us all the things that, Make your life better. Maybe we'll try them. And you can also follow us on TikTok. We are at Society97Pod where we post clips from the show. That's our YouTube channel where we post a video every single Tuesday and the video version of the podcast every single Friday. So like, subscribe, turn on post notifications so you can see our beautiful faces over there. Okay, bye. Bye.